I'm Marion Jorgensen and welcome to Armchair Talks, where at the heart of all my conversations with my inspirational guests is authenticity and inner wisdom. Let's get connected to who we really are and live the happiest and most fulfilled life we can. In this episode, I speak to Oleg Karas. Oleg is a state of mind coach. He talks about the four pillars which underpin his work, understanding, creation, action and results. From here, we went on to who we really are and then to who is me. I hope you enjoy. My guest today is Oleg Karas. And I know, Oleg, that originally where you come from, you say that completely differently. So um, why don't you tell us, uh, first of all, um, who you are, where you live, and, you know, how we see you in the world, really? Okay, thank you very much for the question. And thank you very much for inviting me to be a guest on your podcast. I'm, I'm privileged. As you said, my original family name is Karaush, and uh, that's how they spell back in Moldova. That's where I come from. I was born in Moldova, and uh, for, the last few, for the first 17 years, I lived there. And then I moved abroad, and now I'm located in Ireland, in the Republic of Ireland, actually. Beautiful. And Ireland beca- became my home, and um, I am um, in a relationship with my wife for 20 years now. Both of us, uh, we have a beautiful son, uh, very excited to live in this place and build our family here in Ireland. I worked as a business analyst for quite a while. If I can tell you a little bit about myself as in terms of uh, my professional life, I worked as a business analyst for a while. And um, always, I always knew that I want something more of my life because I was in this professional development. I was studying about myself. And when I... I found three principles. I learned so much about who I am and what thought is. But then something clicked in me. Maybe I will share with you an insight later on about what happened there. And I started my own business two and a half years ago, three years ago. And um, I worked around four, four pillars, which is understanding, creation, action, and um, results. And this type of work helped me to help other people to see for who they are. And, and, and so, as I told you, my, my four pillars, I'm, I don't use them always. Sometimes I just um, go with the flow, what the person wants. For instance, if you go for understanding, it means to me, what means to a person to, to understand who they are is seeing from within, mm. that life happens from within, that thought is the main um, is the main source of our feelings and our understanding of the world. And then creation, how creative we really are. We can create with, with thought and feelings in the same moment. That's what, what the creation piece is all about. And then action, action without fear. Because many people are afraid of taking action. And, and, and that movement, when movement happens, we learn more. We find out what we want in life the focus shifts better. And the results, the results can be different from so many people. Results can be 
I want, I am, I have more, more time with my family. I have my, the freedom I always wanted. So results is different for different people. That's what I found from my experience. So that's, that's a little bit about myself and what I do at the moment. So would you say that the four pillars are sort of areas that you want people to understand rather, you know, you, you said that, um, you don't always do that with people, obviously. Yes, yes. Because you like people to come and you experience them and then you sort of naturally follow something, don't you? So I guess your four pillars, what you're saying, they underpin everything that you're trying to show someone. Yeah, the, the four pillars can be applicable and not applicable at the same time. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, sometimes a person wants just to get rid of this stressful thinking, get mm-hmm. rid of of that nagging feeling of being being insecure, of not knowing themselves. And sometimes a person wants to have vision, strategies, accomplish more, get done. And you know, in, in, in those moments, you, you readjust what the person wants and, and you work from that place. Those pillars help me just to focus more. Mm. And for instance, if a person comes to me saying, I want to deliver this amount of money, obviously we will discuss it. We will look at the vision, what's the strategy, and we will go from that place. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it all depends on the person, what the person wants. But understanding is crucial. Understanding is, 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 is the main thing. Otherwise, without understanding, without understanding, you will not accomplish that what you want. You, don't, you, you may go in the wrong direction. That's what I want to say, literally. Because if, when the person understands who he is, he aligns with that what he wants more. For instance, a person may come, come and ask me, I want more money. I want to get this business in that direction. And we can put that a stop for a while and then discuss why do you want that and find about yourself more. Yeah. And why, what, what, are, what are the struggles? What are the struggles? How those struggles are created? Yeah. And when the person understands that, the, results may, the result may change. The, the, the direction shifts. Yeah. That's what, what I mean. The four, that's why I put those four, four pillars in front of people because they can have an idea what, the business, what, what, what I'm working with. I love that because you're absolutely right that um, if you don't know really who you are, the intention then that you go after things, like just for example, somebody wanting to create a business. Yeah. If you don't know really who you are, we tend to use the wrong intentions for having that business. Yes. When you know who you really, really are, you're doing it completely authentically. And it's something yes. you're creating and, and moving towards because it feels completely right. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So what, what I was interested in when I spoke to you before was that you um, went through some learnings before the three principles and yeah. those were NLP and those sorts of things. Yes. Um, so how did you and why did you move from your first set of tools to this understanding? Oh, okay. Thank you for the question. A uh, good question, actually. Uh, when you were asking, you, you brought me back in time. When I started this journey, I was into this positive thinking mind. I was st- studying a little bit of positive psychology. So I, I was positive. I wasn't letting any negative uh, feeling affect me. Uh-huh. I wasn't listening to TV. I wasn't, li- I wasn't hanging out with people who talk about negative stuff. 
So basically, I was creating positive corners and work. I had my positive corner at home. I have everything positive quotes everywhere, just to remind me how positive I should be. And um, at, at first, I thought it works mm. because I was excited almost all the time. I was exercising regularly, by the way. I think at some level helped me, mm. but in the same time, I wasn't always afraid of something. I was afraid that someone was going to tell me something negative, and I was always in fixing mode. I was trying to fix everything in my life. Yeah. I, was, I was studying almost eight hours a day, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, reading. So I was in this frame of mind to find more. Let's find more about it. I was going holidays, and holidays I was relaxing. So I was feeling guilty why I'm not studying. So I shouldn't take this break. So I always was in this feeling of fear of something happening one day. I will be different. And when... I was doing NLP as well. So I was using all the techniques. I was going in the car. I was creating places where I sit and, and the hour. I was doing different kind of crazy <laughs> stuff because that's what I was thought. That's what I was, I thought it going to work. That's what I thought it works. And uh, then when I discovered two principles, I had an insight, aside from within, which was you're okay the way you are. Your thought creates your feelings. And when, Marian, when I saw that, um, I was a social smoker at that time. I was smoking socially. And um, when I saw what, how, thought impact, how thought impacts everything what I do, I wasn't able to smoke anymore. I just, I was free from that. And I didn't do anything. So, and I started thinking, look, I used all my techniques just to do something. And here I'm not doing anything and everything shifts. Mm -hmm. So it's something up, it's something in this understanding. That's why I, I, I come back to understanding. Understanding who we are and how thought creates our reality, I think is the key. And that's why my main work is based on that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so what I hear you saying is, is that before it was all about fixing, controlling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this this insight or this way of understanding um, is far more about when, when you get something, when you see something, when you really truthfully understand it from your body, uh, rather than just analytically sort of figuring it out, that we fundamentally change. Yeah, you described it beautifully, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's what I saw. And um, I, I know that a lot of people listening to this won't understand what the three principles are. And we can talk a little bit about that, but maybe we can just um, keep on that uh, subject of, of insight. Of course. Because, because that, I think when people see how important that is, that um, they're more interested in looking for that. Because it does happen naturally to people all of the time, but they sort of don't really realize it, do they? No, no, obviously, yeah. And you, uh, you have a beautiful um, podcast that you've just started called The Power of Insight. Yes. And I think that is so important for people to hear um, people's um, experiences in life, you know, what their, their insights were. So, so when you have that insight about um, everything's being created within, within you from thought. Can you explain that a bit more about what, what do you mean about that, that everything is created from that? I'd love yeah. it. 
thank you for, thank you for the question um, thought on its own is neutral thought uh, coupled with love is has a creative power for instance thought is creative is creating but in order to bring it something in the world you need that feeling of love emotion of love emotion is motion an energy of motion that's what how i see it and is that are you is yeah. clear to you yeah. so when when a person feels something good about a thing for instance i want to create my business right but i i feel like oh i'm not serious enough and i don't i don't feel like i can i can do something out of i can i can have a different i can make a difference in the world so my business will be different than if i if i love what i do if i i'm engaged with each action i i um, i'm i'm engaged with each each action which i have in front of me for instance this podcast i have power of insights is born out of love mm. actually i was in a quiet space and just sitting and looking around and paying attention to what's going on and uh, I had an idea. Why not start a podcast? And that's when I contacted someone, uh, Anka. You know Anka. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started from. We started from there. So it the, the 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 podcast itself was born out of an insight. Because I felt like I want to share with people where, what I went through, and I am sure that other people feel the same. Other people have the same kind of insights, changes in their life, and I will. I want to create an environment. Where we, where, where we can share that with the world. Mm -hmm. And that's how my podcast, what the podcast is born. So that's how the creation happened. A thought, a feeling of love towards helping someone, helping myself as well. And that's how the creation occurred. I hope that makes sense to you. It does make sense to me. And, and then uh, we have the opposite to that, don't we? Yeah. Where we, we, as human beings, that we create thought, and we're experiencing that thought. And um, so what you're saying, I believe, is that thought is neutral. It just yeah. depends what feeling or whatever we attach to that. Exactly. So if I think that I'm not good enough and that makes me feel bad, yeah. what would you say about that? Oh, feeling bad is completely normal. Uh, I feel bad almost every single day because that's the flow of life. So feeling bad is that feeling is has so much information in it uh is i i quite um enjoy feeling bad sometimes or it's weird to say something like that because when i when i feel bad i just stay with it and um st stay with it and without understanding just watching what's happening watching that feeling arises and i welcome it i, I love the feeling i don't i don't use those lang that, that language but you know what I mean? I just look at the feeling. And the more I do that, the more I, I'm not afraid of my feelings. You know what's interesting? They go away. Mm -hmm. Or I spend less time with that feeling. For instance, next time when I have a, 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 a feeling of fear, I won't play with it anymore. You know, okay, welcome, welcome. For instance, starting this podcast, I may felt some insecurity or a little bit of fear. But yeah, it was part of the part of the flow, part of nature. Will be will be um, strange from my perspective not to feel anything, go coming and being in front and being a guest on your podcast. And uh, yeah, I never I never complain about any any feeling. I welcome everything what's available to me. What's happening is not a problem for me. So for many many people, 
in the world, it is a problem. Of course. That's and why the struggle, that's why this, this struggle happens, because we try to control everything. We try to control the feelings. We try to control our life. And that's what, what the, creates this unwell kind of insecure um, kind of feeling you know, within, within, within us. So when um, somebody feels that they're not good enough and that's what they feel, yeah. they will try and fix that. They'll try and fix it inside themselves by playing around with their thoughts and trying to yeah. come up with solutions to that. Exactly. And they'll also try and control the outside world to make themselves feel more comfortable. So what you're saying is that it is normal for all human beings to have all sorts of feelings. Yes. And normal. Yeah. More than normal. It's a must. It's, it's a must. I of course. You, you should enjoy all your feelings. Why? It's, it's a gift. Why should you be uh, run away from that gift people are talking about gratitude that's gratitude i am i am happy to feel sad sometimes i'm grateful that i i have i, I can experience something like that instead of running away from it no 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 i'm grateful for feeling fear before starting this podcast i'm grateful for sometimes misunderstand what what this what life wants to provide to me you know is, for instance, today it's raining the whole day and it's dark outside. I'm grateful for this kind of weather. When it, people are complaining about the weather a lot in Ireland, but you know what? I love it. <laughs> and I just love what you're saying about that. It is just um, that process that exactly. you know we haven't got into about how we as human beings have something within us that um, has the ability just to create, and that means and create thought. You know, that thought comes into our minds, we experience that. But the misunderstanding in the world is, is that we don't have to do anything with that. We exactly. just, we can experience it and allow it to move on as it does, as every feeling does. Yeah. You know, so, and taking that one further then is, so when people um, suffer from mental health issues and um, worries, that um, it would be true to say that, uh, we always, always um, go back to our natural state. And our natural state is good mental health. Yes, 100% agree with that. So when we lose our minds, as I call it, you know, when I get caught up in all my thinking and I get anxious or depressed or sad or wh whatever it is, if I just leave that alone and just experience it, I naturally, naturally go back to my fantastic mental health that i was born with because it's innate it is innate yes mm. so is there a question what what question you can answer oh, that. okay okay um how i see that when someone like this approaches me i just look at him and if the person is in front of me i can give a, a hug first i can give a hug and then say you okay and i will ask what part of you are suffering is your hand suffering is your heart suffering? What, what is suffering? Where is the sufferer? So, and they may not find the sufferer. So, and they may realize that the sufferer is made up. We create a person who is suffering. But if you put that person aside for a while and look at ourselves, go in the mirror and forget all the thoughts, just look at yourself. And you'll see that you're okay. Okay, but that's so interesting that you say that because... So if I was suffering and you yes. asked me who was suffering, I would yes. say me. Show me where is, which part of you. 
is me. Where? Where? The me itself is made up. In my mind. Exactly. So it's a thought. Even the me is a thought. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, that's a really important thing for, I hope, that people who listen to this really um, get curious about. Yeah. You know, that what is this me that we think we are? Because that's not who we are. You know, Marion, you brought me, you brought me back again to a memory when I studied three principles, as, as you know, and uh, I thought I understand three principles, right? <laughs> but I never, I never paid attention that I had a person watching it. For instance, if I had a suffer, I was suffering for something. I was thinking, it's a thought. Oh, that's a thought. But I never paid attention. Who is telling me that a thought? Yeah. A thought was telling me that this is a thought. So then I understood there is not all leg here. Mm. It's just energy of life flowing through. Mm. And I am that field of energy created in this moment. Yeah, because I, from a really young age, actually, um, I noticed, um, some people call it the observer, but I just called it always another me behind me. And I like that. A a bigger me. (laughs) Yeah. And and, um, that me just noticed what I was saying, what I was doing, what my actions were, what other people were doing. And it was just this, I was fascinated that I watched me. And then I started, as I got older, wondering who that was. Mm. Because that was not, that was separate to me. Wow, that's can you can you elaborate what you mean by it was separate from me from you? It's interesting for me. Yeah, because I just noticed that the observer, that part of me that watches it all, has to be is not me. It doesn't even feel like me. It feels like something separate, in a void behind me somewhere, just watching me, the human, the the Marion, saying mm. things that she doesn't mean putting herself down, thinking she's great, she is, you know, just all this stuff was going on. But this quiet, beautiful voice was behind me just watching and noticing all of that. Wow. Thank you for sharing, Marian. And I will invite you just for that big me to realize that the thought is a thought you. Mm. That big me is a thought you. Yeah. So you you are even bigger than that that big me. Mm. Mm. but that isn't then what you're saying that isn't the the essence of who we are you know who we are is beyond our understanding even (laughs) yeah you know what i mean we make we make a lot of stuff up Mm. just in order to to try to explain what's going on Mm. you know Mm. but the real truth is beyond what we can understand you know what I mean? So if you did have to explain that to somebody though, Oleg, really yeah. simply. Yes. Um, in the only words that we can find as human beings, how would you explain who we really are? You know, I, I, I always give my answers very straight and I should, I should maybe think and maybe do it, do it better. No, be authentic. Be more authentic, yeah. What I'm going to say is the idea of Oleg 
doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, the, our leg itself having problems, trying to have fear, speaking. All of what I've said is just a made, made up story. Yeah. Because who I am is who you are, mm. is the universe itself. Mm. We're just figments of our imaginations. I'm talking with myself right now. Mm. So it's the only thing what's happening. That's it. That's how I see it, to the core. You're saying that we're pure consciousness. We're pure consciousness, exactly. We are the consciousness itself. And the rest is just we're playing. It's a game. Yeah. It is, you know. It's the game yeah. of life. Exactly. And if you pay attention to what I'm saying is, then the question has to be, if I am you and you are me, where is the sufferer? Mm. There is no sufferer. Mm. It's just a game. If you forget that the suffering itself is a game as well. I'm going to quote this incorrectly, but um, I heard Jamie Smart say, uh, we are a spiritual being. We are one spiritual being having um, 7 billion experiences. Exactly. And I, and I believe that is true when we really look at the nature of who we really are. Yeah. We are one being, seven billion experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So we are the, we're not, we're not the, we're not the experiencer. We are, we are being experienced. Mm. Mm. If you put it a different way. Mm. So we went quite deep today. I didn't expect to go that deep. <laughs> <laughs> I love a deep conversation. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, so just to finish with, I would love to just bring it back again to this thing about um, people discovering their authentic self. Now, most people are not going to go out and start understanding consciousness and all of that. So um, the way that I talk about who I really am um, or who am I when I'm being authentic? When I'm being authentic, I am um, in touch with the essence of me and I'm being honest about that. I'm, I'm speaking honestly. I'm honest with people. Um, and uh, it's, it's a quality of feeling that I have when I'm sort of in alignment, as I call I, it. I like that, yeah. How, how would you describe... Um, about yourself or, or about other people actually, about how you see them when they're being authentic. So we can point them in that direction. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't try to see if a person is authentic because as I said, it's a happening. I accept that the way they are. But if they want to be authentic, I will find them, find out who you really are. And from that place, you can find yourself. Because sometimes you put in situations, for instance, I can give you an example. My wife asks me, uh, do you like this dress? And I have five minutes, just we have to leave. And I will say, no, no, yes, yes, I like it. But I don't, I don't really. So it means I'm not that authentic in that moment. You know, it depends on the circumstances. And on this podcast, I want to be authentic with the world. That's, I, I can, you know what I mean? They Good and bad. You have to be authentic all the time, obviously. But sometimes you're, I'm not. So and I, I can see that in myself. So I'm not going to. Put, I'm not going to say tell somebody you have to be authentic. I just do your best. Yeah. Do your best. Yeah. If you promise something, if you 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 do that, keep your word. 
your word is the most important thing of God. Yeah. The way you communicate your language and stuff like that. So speaking from your heart. Speak from your heart, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What a lovely place to start. Exactly. <laughs> the best the best place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Olega, I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope other people, <clears throat> excuse me, other people do. I'm sure they will. So thank you so much for sharing um, you. your insights. And how do people find you? Oh, people can find me through all the social media. I, I'm on Facebook. I am on LinkedIn. I am on, on, on Instagram. My, my website is um, olegreus.ie. And my second, I have a second domain, which is directed to my podcast, which is powerofinsights.ie. And uh, yeah, I will send you the, the links and you can yep, add them. Yep, they'll be on my website if anybody yeah. wants to. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much, Oleg, and um, have a great weekend. Thank you very much as well. All the best. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Are you being held back by issues in your life or do you want to connect to your authentic self? Then I can help you as I'm an expert in these areas. Contact me at marionjorgensen.co.uk or talksfromtheheart.co.uk where you will find more information regarding this podcast.